to Edward here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And today is Tuesday, April 18th, day two of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So all the series that didn't kick off last night will be here tonight. And then we are officially fully into this one. Um, guys, I'm seeing some comments in the chat here right away. Um, how about them Kings starting off with Joshua here and then <laughs> JH with just a whole bunch of ex expletives and uh, the Kings. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, a couple overtime games last night. Did you guys get your coffees in? You ready to go this morning uh, after a late one? <laughs> I was going to say, is it Tuesday? Because we're day one day in and I have no idea what day it is at this point. <laughs> and Zach, I've, I've, uh, I think we can all agree I've never asked anything of you before. I mean, yeah, maybe to come up with a clip of something I said from weeks, maybe months <laughs> earlier. Uh, but, you know, by and large, I don't have a ton of uh, things that I've asked of you. I need you to keep tabs on. Uh, we'll do this by day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Those are the days of the week that the Edgework uh, show is on here. Uh, you need to track which day of the week has the latest average going to bedtime. So, like, we have put up a solid oh, yeah. 205 a.m. Eastern last night with that yes. last goal going in, right? So, yes. okay, that's the starting point, and we'll see sort of at the end of the postseason which guys are banged up the most, um, you know, sort of a, a, a metric situation for, for our show. Which guys are the Tuesday guys banged up right now? Yeah, the two Tuesday guys are a little bit banged up right now. Todd's yeah. in rough shape. Just look at this guy. Um, I'm hanging on by a thread. Uh, and it's, uh, and it's yeah, we've had one day of, uh, of hockey playoffs here. So uh, write it down. You know, let's get, a, let's get a chart going. Let's get a little, little sheet going. And uh, we'll see at the end of the playoffs who who got worked over the most from previous nights to overtimes. Yeah, we're I'm one day in here, to. and I've, I've already had three energy drinks. <laughs> so, <laughs> down bad over here. <laughs> Which is only like one more than Todd would normally have at this yeah. hour. Actually, so let's, no. not, let's not get crazy. I've but... had three three in the last twenty four hours. I should say <laughs> not three this morning. That'd be that'd be excessive. <laughs> Okay, I'm making a sheet here. We'll track it. We'll have a metric system at the end to put to put out of the average time that we've gone to bed. Week one starting there. So uh, I guess we'll write in as Monday night, 2.05 a.m. Eastern and if, time. And there if somebody go. wants to throw some odds together, you know, like obviously we're the early favorite. But, you know, if somebody wants to throw some odds out there together, you know, go for it. Little project maybe for the maybe for the viewers. Yes. You know, maybe for the folks in the chat, little little make your own odds project. Yes, so if you want to do that, you can tweet that at us here uh, on the Hammer HQ on, and the Edgework HQ Twitter accounts, which you can see on the screen there. So make sure to tag us, let us know what you think. And uh, if you're up late watching the games with us, remind us. So I'll be on the show every day. So by the end of the playoffs, I might just be a corpse at the end of this. Like that might be the reality of this. Oh, you never had a <laughs> but, chance. <laughs> yeah, for everyone else who joins me on the show, make sure to tweet at them and keep track of how they're doing. I will have a sheet. So uh, we'll keep track of that. That's a good idea, Matt. I like that. So we got that rock in there but uh obviously it's transparency purposes that's why we're keeping track here on the sheet but that's also why we keep track of our picks throughout the course of the season and uh throughout all the games that we're betting on the player props everything like that and we use BetStamp as a third-party tracker to make sure that we have the most transparent nhl betting show on the internet that is that's the goal here guys like make sure at very least 
we have the most transparent show. And on top of that, we feel like the easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison to a like BetStamp to do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today, iOS, Android, as well as you can sign up on web and if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework every sign up through there as well as through the link in our description helps us <laughs> helps us out <laughs> uh, helps out support the show so make sure to check that out uh, and if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook that is the place to do so four games on the schedule here tonight guys I know which game Todd is most excited for. I'm sure you can imagine which game I'm most excited for. Matt, I'm going to ask you, though, which game are you most excited for tonight? Which one is the one that you have checked off on on the calendar? Oh, it's – I hate to say it, but it's got to be – <laughs> No, it's definitely not Seattle, Seattle Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> uh, no, no. We're going to pass all. We're going to watch him work in the playoffs. Spoiler alert, <laughs> I have the over in, call, in that game, uh, the, the Kraken and Avalanche game. And if you think I'm staying up after last night to just hope for some goals, you are sadly mistaken. <laughs> you are. Gonna figure it out in the morning. Absolutely no. yeah. not under no circumstance are we just keeping our fingers crossed. If there isn't six goals in the first period of that game, I'm going to figure it out tomorrow morning. Uh, honestly, Leafs lightning because at this point, right, like we've hit – I don't even, you know, I don't even know what you what you call it at this point. <laughs> but like we've hit this point where the Leafs are now what minus one seventy five, minus one eighty, and I think that's a pretty appropriate price. There are some rogue, uh, you know. I hit again. This is very low limit, but we're getting everything that we could possibly get here. There was a low limit minus one and a half still at plus one forty this morning. I was like, okay, I gotta keep, you know, gotta keep hitting this. And like I'm not the guy wearing the Leafs jersey right now. But I'm ready to get hurt for once, right? It's not a, it's not a hurt again. I've had a lot of pleasure fading the Leafs over the last five to my lifetime, and now it's okay. Like, sorry, now this is this is time for the Leafs to actually win a, a playoff series, and obviously winning tonight. I was going to say winning tonight would go a long way to that. Losing tonight would go a longer way to sort of bumming anybody out than winning yeah. tonight will, you know, make anybody happy necessarily. Yeah. And, uh, you know, listen, how could you not be looking forward to that? Even if you had not one red cent on this game tonight, how could you not be looking forward to seeing what is going to happen? They nobody in Toronto will be happy until first round is actually being won like that. That is reality of where yeah. we're at after the past six years. So. Yes, I think you're right there. Todd, let's start with you, though. We'll go in chronological order at the games tonight. The Rangers, the Devils, you get to see the young guns t uh, in their first playoff experience here facing off against a team that, I mean, we joked about last night on the live stream, if anybody had, had tuned into that on the Hammer HQ, about the fact that this Rangers team, it feels like they've just... I mean, aside from adding guys at the deadline, they've been together for feels like a million years and just nobody's injured or anything. It's just keep rolling along the same unit. And now you're going to go up against a Devils team that is young and exciting. They add Luke Hughes uh, ahead of the playoffs here coming from college. You look at the Devils here tonight, minus 128 favored against the Rangers. I know you're a big fan of the team, but would you be able to get behind the Devils with a with a bet at all in any type of way tonight? Yeah, I played the Devils. Uh, I would play them up until close to minus 140. 
Uh, I know a lot of people love this Rangers team because they're experienced. They have Shesterkin. They added some flashy wingers and Kane and Tarasenko at the deadline. I get all that. Um, but the Devils' underlying metrics were significantly better all season long. Uh, in head-to-head meetings, the Devils went 3-0-1 um, at 5-on-5 five five in those four games. They won the high-danger chance battle 54-28 to for a 66% high-danger chance share. Um, the Rangers are a good in-zone defensive team, but they're actually one of the worst against the rush. And with Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt, Nico Heischer, all these guys, um, the Devils can exploit that. So pretty much I think the Devils are going to control the run of play in this game. The path to victory for the Rangers is Shesterkin, which is on like he could just steal the show. Um, but I think the Devils are going to have such an edge in terms of shots and chances that I'm willing to take my chances that they can just pot a few of them. All right, so minus 128 on the Devils there. Money line, we'll lock that in. Matt, I don't know about you, but I was a little concerned Todd was going to say, yeah, I'd play this up to any number. It's good, good to <laughs> Listen, number. I'll do it. I'll say it for Todd. I'll play this up to any number because we're not going to get to a number where I'm not going to play this, so I can sort of say that freely at this point. But Todd's right. Like This this series is the model breaker, right? And obviously we've talked yeah. about the Rangers not just on a, on the Tuesday show but over the course of any day of the week, basically. Um, this is the model breaker. This is the one where I, I, I'm really interested to find out what happens in this game. And I am, like I said, on the Devils as well with Todd. Basically, any any Devils bet you can make, I'm in on, sort of conceptually, um, if not literally. <laughs> um, but I just look at this and I go, okay, <clears throat> this is going to be a pain to watch because we know what the Rangers do, right? It's going to be four great Devils chances for every one, you know, Rangers good chance. And the Rangers good chance is going to be like on the stick of Panarin and he's going to bury it. And you're going to be like, well, the Devils just spent the last 10 minutes in the Rangers zone and Shesterkin's made all these stops. And you're like, the, the Devils are so much better. And it's going to be one nothing at the end of the first period. And you're just going to be like, this is infuriating. Like, how is this, you know, this isn't supposed to work this way. But like, that's what the Rangers do. And at least with the Rangers, you can look at the players and be like, yeah, there's a bunch of really good guys there who who, who should or at least potentially could uh, convert at this unnatural rate, right? Where they are, they're taking advantage of every chance or almost every chance that they get. And they have the goaltender who admittedly this season hasn't been as good as he was last year. How could he be? He was incredible, Vesna Trophy winner, and honestly carried the Rangers to the conference final. And so maybe he's back to that version in the playoffs, but he wasn't that, and I use the term that as in, not the Vesna winner, maybe like what top five this year in in Vesna voting potentially, like still really really good, but like not to that level. And last year, like listen, the path, you know, a Penguins team that of course didn't make the playoffs this year, not exactly, you know, the uh, the toughest out in that first round where they probably should have gone out in that first round. Like there was a couple of games there where the Penguins by, were by far the most dominant team. So I'm ready to be annoyed again. You know, if if the least thing was I'm ready to be hurt. For the first time, I'm ready to be annoyed again by the Rangers. But yeah, I'm on the Devils too at uh, at literally any number that you can find and sort of any premise that you can find. Series minus one and a half, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> All right, there you go. There's our Devils Rangers preview. And we'll recap the picks that are given out on today's show at the very end. Again, give out prices, unit sizes, all that kind of stuff at the very end of the show. So make sure to stick around for that. If you're enjoying the content right now and you haven't hit subscribe already, I really don't know what you're waiting for. I mean, it takes about two seconds. You just hit that subscribe button. And while you're at it, you can hit like on the stream here today. That is greatly appreciated. But 
I, I see here there was a comment earlier. I, I didn't know the answer, so I, I just waited it out. But Derek Vanderwall said, uh, did anyone check on So Money? Well, we have an update. He is okay. He is no. he is well, and he is still in high spirits. We are all we are still all Oilers. So do we know if that's high spirits? Because it's capitalized. There's no. He could be hiding it. There's no smiley like indication there. He could literally just have tears right down his face while he's just yelling, "We are still all Oilers." This could be an. This could be a Ron Burgundy in the phone booth situation, right? We are Adrian Kempe. Yeah, the next line could be milk was a bad choice in all caps yeah. from, from so money. So like we don't know we don't know for sure whether yeah. he's in good spirits. We just know that he's emotional and <laughs> I don't really blame him. Yeah. Uh watching that game last night, I mean uh Oilers That was a very fans. leaf's way to lose. Very leaf's way to lose. <laughs> well, I mean yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Matt may be right. <laughs> so I I don't know what to say to that. I don't I don't I don't know what to say to that. But are we going to get another leaf's way to lose here tonight, Matt? I mean, looking at this one, minus one fifty four for Toronto. You open the series at home. It's a re rerun of last year. I mean, last year the Leafs did come out strong firing in game one had a convincing win in the first game of the series kind of fell flat in game two but uh you think maybe they've learned their lesson you come out you put your foot on the gas pedal and you keep it running here throughout the series what what are we looking at here tonight to open up against tampa bay at home yeah so, so yes and no uh have they learned anything i mean who knows um <laughs> yeah. are they going to 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 run over the lightning i like i like the leafs in five uh so i've bet the under five and a half uh total games i've bet the leafs minus one and a half in the series have i bet this game one tonight laying a minus 150 price i have not uh we're just gonna let that sort of series pride as series price excuse me carry the way when it comes to backing the leafs in general i do have the under under six uh was able to easily cash a rare easy total for me uh, islanders and and uh, canes last night hoping for the same thing here obviously a lot of big names that you will be scared of when you are taking an under i'm hoping a little bit better goaltending out of vasilevsky from the regular season you know we need some playoff vasilevsky potentially but also both teams kind of combined for a relatively low high danger chance conversion rate given how good those two teams are and obviously the pedigree of the players on the ice so we're going under six here honestly the most of the handicap is these teams have known that they're playing each other for months now and if you're getting that much time to sort of game plan you're getting into like you know second power play unit tendencies like you're getting into every nook and cranny of the other team so keeping guys out of areas they want to be you know the lightning certainly after a seven game series last year and having months to prepare for this series they're going to know exactly where austin matthews wants to shoot the puck vice versa if steven stamkos gets so much as one one-timer off that wing on the power play <laughs> right there should be a, there's something there should be an investigation like these guys should know what to expect and from that standpoint with pretty good goaltending on both sides this season and again relatively low for their brand uh high danger chance conversion rate at even strength i'm going to take the under under six here with two teams that you know there isn't a feeling each other out or sort of you know anything that we're not really sure about these two teams know what the other wants to do i'm taking the under six 
Is there a price that you would play that up to? We saw it currently yeah. sitting at minus 112. Yeah. Available. Yeah, and I grabbed it minus 108. It has largely sort of stuck around the minus 110 either side. So, I mean, we're talking about like a couple extra cents there, not the end of the world. So this hasn't fluctuated in any real way, shape, or form. So, um, you know, probably shouldn't have any problem finding a decent price on the under six because it hasn't been mo hasn't moved in, you know, the four days that uh, – that it's been up and obviously you had plenty of time to think about that too, from an odds maker yeah. standpoint beforehand. Todd, do you have any thoughts on this game here tonight? Uh, I caught a rogue Leafs minus minus one forty three yesterday. So I did that, uh, right. Current prices. I would probably just stay away, but I do think the Leafs are a better team. I do think they're going to win tonight. I do think they're going to win the series. Um, but hopefully for your sake and all the Leafs fans sakes, they can win game one. So everyone doesn't go in an absolute frenzy right off the hop and be like, here we go again, here we go again. Marner, you suck. No points tonight. Game one loss, all that stuff. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, think Oilers fans are doing that right now. <laughs> I mean, counterpoint David, no to not... Last night. Yeah, counterpoint to not betting the Leafs is like, also means a frenzy, you know, you can actually watch a frenzy happen and not lose a bet, which, you know, if there's a silver lining right there for some of us not obviously for the guy in the blue and white threads but you <laughs> yeah know. or the guy with yeah. leafs features <laughs> well that's the yeah. thing like i listen i've got the, i've got series price you know he you know up the up the wazoo so to speak but like still i mean a game one loss would be would have some entertainment value at the very least all right well we got two games here tonight in two series that relative to the first two uh, were not as highly anticipated or not that interesting per se. Uh, Vegas, Winnipeg, Seattle, Colorado. So we'll start with the Vegas Winnipeg game. We saw news that it looks like Mark Stone will be playing here for, for Vegas. Uh, Kale McCarr playing for Colorado, but uh, starting with the Vegas game, minus 145 favored against Winnipeg at home tonight. Todd, um, one of the big reasons we've seen people getting behind the Jets, whether it be series prices, uh, series spreads, is because of Connor Hellebuck. You look at the goaltending situation head-to-head -head with Vegas. They've obviously got the edge there tonight. You look at the price here tonight for Winnipeg, plus 135. Is this going to factor into your pricing, your handicap of this, of this game, of this series? How are you kind of breaking this down, and what would you look to bet in this game tonight? We are all Winnipeg, which is disgusting to say <laughs> because every time I watch them, they make me want to punch the wall. Their power play and everything, good lord. But um, Vegas, I just don't. I think they're a very overrated, like number one seed. Um, the last twenty-five games of the year, they gave up nearly three expected goals per sixty, which over the course of the season would be one of the worst rates in the NHL. It's the worst rate among all teams that made the playoffs. They're giving up a lot of chances, and their goaltending, I do not trust at all. So while Winnipeg is kind of just like, I don't know, there's nothing, there's nothing precise about that team. They're very muddy, very ugly, but they do have some guys who can put the puck in the net and they have the much better goaltender. So I will take the Jets um, at plus 135 tonight. And honestly, if that kind of price is available, I'll probably just play it over the course of the entire series and hope that they can, they can steal it for me. Um, but yeah, I just am not sold on this Vegas team. Getting Stone back obviously will be a big help, but I mean, they have Mike Amadio on the top line. Like they don't have a lot of finishing ability in their lineup, and I could see Hellebuck um, standing on his head for sure. Yeah, the the Golden Knights here are like a mini version of the Rangers, only they don't have the players where you go, yeah, I totally see how this they're pulling this off, right? Yeah. Like the Rangers, at least, you're yeah. like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like 
I'll list off five forwards and obviously Shesterkin. You go, yeah, all of this makes sense. Whereas like they're on their fifth goaltender and you look at the goaltending matchup and you think it's the Jets depth chart at goal from three years ago. Right. And you're just like, and I'm like, uh, uh, okay, he's, he's good now, I guess. Like this isn't the same thing as being like sitting here worried about Shesterkin for seven games. That being said, I think this series probably goes seven games. I'm with Todd as far as betting the Jets here. This feels like a series that probably is closer to two evenly matched teams, and we're just going to get plus 130, you know, 135. And so we kind of just have to make the bet, right? Like, you're not psyched about doing it. You're just going like, okay, there's, you know, kind of a small edge here. It's a 50-50 type deal, whether it's in, you know, in Vegas or in Winnipeg. Winnipeg actually probably has more of a home ice advantage than Vegas does. I'd like to think at this point the Jets aren't going to like full-on Vegas flu this thing yeah. in, the, uh, in the playoffs. But again, fingers crossed from that standpoint. But I like from a series standpoint, this being because we think, you know, if, if you think something's a coin flip, yes, obviously you're going to want to bet the underdog. But if you think something's going to be a coin flip, you'd be more, you know, more likely to take, you know, the series to go deep or sort of a 50-50 result in the end. So I like over six and a half games or, you know, series to finish in seven at plus 215. When you, when you make a bet like that, you have to, you know, kind of put yourself in the position of, okay, well, if I need a team, you know, I need the series to go seven, then I'm going to be sitting here in game six and I'm going to need one team or the other to win. Well, the way these prices line up, that game six, whether I need Winnipeg or Vegas, that game six, game six is going to be lined, you know, like what? Jets minus 130, minus 140. Well, if I need the Jets to win, that's a pretty good price. And Vegas would be what? Plus 120, something like that. Well, yeah. plus 210 is a pretty good price as well, right? So fundamentally, I think this series is close enough where we're going to get to a game six. And I'm going to have one team or the other at plus 210. And I'm going to be content with whichever team I need at that price, obviously, by right. comparison to the money line. So uh, also threw in a little Jets plus one and a half games at minus 140. So obviously, best case scenario is, you know, Jets 3-2 uh, headed back to Winnipeg. And maybe, obviously, they would, well, maybe they would probably need to win here, uh, whether it's game one or game two at a plus 130, 140 price. If they split, right, if we just blindly kind of bet both, I think we're getting out of here with a split. And I think you're at least making sort of a you know third of a unit to a you know fourth of a unit. Guys, I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm gonna have to go and get like a whole case of Red Bulls to carry yeah. through these playoffs because <laughs> I'm way ahead of you on that one. <laughs> I've visibly yawned like three times. So I feel bad about it, but that's the first night I've done that where I've just stayed up till like right to the very end of the games. So if this, yeah. if I get another one of these tonight, like tomorrow morning, I will yeah. legitimately be on here with like the biggest bags under my eyes, yeah. dying. So yeah. Seattle, Colorado, just let it go. Let it go. Just yeah, walk turn away. That one off yeah just walk away one uh, period just get one period get a taste maybe hit yeah. record zach maybe hit record you know just put a watch mannequin the, with a leaf watch jersey the next, on your screen <laughs> watch the next two through six periods in the morning right we don't you know, yeah you don't, you don't need that. yeah that might be the might be the way i have to do it but I, i'm thinking i'm gonna have to be a red bull guy through through the uh end here yeah there you go so money we're all pacific time we are <laughs> yeah, all that would be nice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes daniel h please forklift an entire pallet of red bull into the garage that's what we need a sponsor for of, of the edgework shows we do red absolutely bull. yes all right final game let's hope and pray that this game does not push me into that same brink of exhaustion here uh tomorrow morning seattle colorado 
Matt, I'm going to you. You're our designated Seattle uh, Seattle analyst here on the totally, show. I guess. <laughs> um, plus 177 on the Kraken tonight. Is that enough for you to get behind that? Where Where do you kind of go with this? Is this a stay away? I know we kind of we did the series preview, so if anybody still is <laughs> looking for those, you can see what Matt had to say about the series in those previews here on the Edgework Channel. But as far as this one game situation goes. 177 on the Kraken. Is that enough for you tonight? Yeah, and if you go back and watch those previews, feel free to let me know what I said on that because before that preview <laughs> started, I said to Zach, yeah, Zach, I haven't really done any work on this and I don't really have much to say, but you know, if there's three of us, like I'll come and I'll hang out for a little while and, and you know, kind of talk through how I don't have anything in the series. And like you know, King's Tuesdays and some of the other sort of you know, Russell-branded sort of things that we've done over the course of the, <laughs> of the season, somehow I became the uh, the Kraken Colorado go-to expert in all of this. All, all because I don't, like, I think these odds are still, like, in between kind of where they should be conceptually. Like, I went through the hypothetical of, like, if you pick the Kraken to win, they won this series. Somebody asked you, like, what kind of payout did you get? And you just said to them, well, just slightly above two to one. And yeah. you think you'd be going, like, oh, okay, so why why would you kind of bother going out on that limb and honestly that's kind of how i feel about it it's like why bother going out on this limb now these these prices are starting to get up there a little bit right series price plus 250 we've seen a little movement lengthening here with the kraken on the money line here uh like i mentioned i'm on the over six here this is another one that has sort of stayed absolutely still uh, you can see the best price at plus 177 there again this is a series that i <laughs> as much as i said like we're skipping it and we're just mo- we're, we're we're opting for sleep tonight I do want to see whether it's literally like sitting through hours of period, you know, of overtime periods or whether it's kind of fast forwarding through it tomorrow morning. I do want to see what this series looks like, right? Like because yeah. of the sort of how close these two teams were in their metrics this season at even strength. But the concept of the avalanche, you know, as everybody likes to say, sort of flipping the switch, right? And it's like, we're going, I'm going to need to see whether the avalanche have that gear. And I'm going to see, need to be able to see like how much I'm supposed to take from the regular season with regards to the Kraken. Now, again, probably not going to see that in the second and, and or third periods of this game tonight, but I will sort of catch up on it tomorrow. And I'll know a little bit more from that standpoint, you know, again, if we, I'm, I'm, I'm big in general on soaring, seeing how a game one plays out, you know, like we had Minnesota Dallas last night, what an interesting game that was yeah. to sort of see how that played out with Minnesota playing. Well, <laughs> well, but seeing how that Minnesota was like, you know, discernibly the better team for the first two periods. And then Dallas just going like, okay, like enough is enough, but not being able in true hockey fashion to convert that last goal. Right. Yeah. And so if I just woke up this morning and looked at the stats and I'm like, oh, actually a relatively evenly played game. Whereas like, I'm not all that bummed out about Dallas losing that game, despite adding to my position on Dallas in overtime when they were somehow basically a pick em in overtime. And getting all of the chances. Now, of course, four minutes after I did that, basically, Minnesota went and scored. But I still feel pretty good about, like, watching those two teams over the course of those three, you know, high leverage periods being like, Dallas is the better team. And so I don't feel bad because you know what I did this morning? I added more to my Dallas series position, right? Because there's some plus 120s out there this morning on Dallas. That's fine. Now, again... I wouldn't have that same position if I hadn't watched the game. So we got to actually watch these games and sort of see how these play out. So I am interested in sort of seeing that with Seattle and Colorado. I'm just not interested in seeing that tonight. 
And did you want to lock in the over six here? Minus Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. yeah, that's in for sure. Both those teams are good in converting their high danger chances. And I think both teams are going to play a little bit looser than some of these other teams that have played up to this point. Okay, so we lock that in. Daniel H. bringing up here as well. The last five versus each other were all one-goal games. Just looked at that. So, Oh, Seattle was very competitive. They, they won in Colorado. Like, that's, I mean, again, on paper, there isn't that much between these two teams, and that's kind of the point. Yeah. Like, the odds in theory, if they were just wearing one black jersey and one white jersey, the odds would probably be a lot tighter, but they're not. One's the defending champion, and the other's a second-year expansion team. You know, we talked about this in the preview, like five, 10 years ago, this would be like a plus 400 type situation. But, you know, we know better now with the sort of, you know, pervasiveness of analytics. Todd, is there anything for you in this uh, Seattle, Colorado game? I have a toddy prop, but I don't know if you want okay. me to do it. Well, we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, right, just, hold my before horse. we do, <laughs> I just want to make sure. Todd wanted this to be 30 to 35 minutes. And when I saw that yeah, text, we'll... I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. <laughs> Todd's, we'll, Todd's we'll unfamiliar with we'll our work, apparently. <laughs> uh, uh, Jordan Mosley here also saying the Dallas-Minnesota game was electric. And uh, Daniel H. bringing up, I uh, loved how they beat, e- beat each other up and physically in the Dallas-Minnesota game as well. And I don't know if you guys heard in the commentary last night. I, I don't know what your thoughts are. I just wanted to get this before we go to the Toddy Props. I was listening. I couldn't help but laugh into the overtime. The commentators continuously said that if Minnesota lost this game, like they were declaring them dead. They were like, if Minnesota loses this game, like the series is over. I don't know how you come back. I was like, okay, I get it. But like, I was kind of with this is game one. Yeah, no, tell me more. Like, go on. But obviously, you know, like that's better bias if there ever was any. Right? I'm like, no, yeah, you're right. You need a goal. They are. I just it's like they, it's they probably just garbage garbage team. May as well not even. They might just my minus one and a half right now. This is stupid <laughs> that they'd even bother playing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just listening. I'm like. What? They said it like five times, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brian Boucher like low-key fires off some heaters during games. Like, <laughs> very, like, loosely thought out stuff, which, like, listen, it's, in this case, a five-hour, you know, broadcast. I don't I don't blame him for it. But, like, yeah, yeah. it gets a little dramatic. Yeah, I love yeah. it. The first time I heard it, I was like, what did he just say? And then he said it again. And like Todd said, I think he said it five times. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is Team Minnesota really has no chance. Like, it's over. <laughs> it's done. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was interesting from last night's broadcast. But, all right, to wrap this one up, Toddy Props, what do you got for us today? Day two, Stanley Cup playoffs. Give us your best props for tonight. Okay, so I have Jack Hughes over three and a half shots. Real shocker on that one. I believe I, I got say. I believe I got minus 125. <laughs> but hear me out, hear me out. Okay, so first of all, um at home this year he had a 68% success rate. Um overall it was like 64% success rate. He shoots a ton. Um over the course of the four games against the Rangers this year, he recorded 28 shots on goal, which is an average of 7. If he averaged 7 attempts, I'd be comfortable betting over three and a half shots. So him getting 7 shots on goal per game, obviously that's very good. Uh, Jack Hughes is one of the very best players off the rush in the league. Uh, the Rangers are a poor rush defense, so it's a good matchup for him that way. Um, it's the playoffs, so your star players generally get a couple extra minutes, especially if the game's close, so that's a boost as well. Um, like I said, he's very, very good at home soil. Um, with Lenny Ruff controlling the matchups, he's not going to see a lot of the Rangers' shutdown pairing. He should get a lot of the Panarin and Tarasenko line at 5 or 5 and they are not very good defensively, as you would expect. Um, so... I think it's a very good spot for Hughes to pile up a bunch of shots. 
And honestly, if you wanted to do like ladder or alt lines and go up to like five or six for smaller prices, obviously, I, I'd be completely cool with that. <laughs> and then um, my other one is Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots. I believe I got minus 109 on that. Uh, the Kraken are very good defensively and they don't give up a ton of shots. So that aspect of it sucks. But McKinnon is an absolute monster at home. Um, last year during the playoffs, he played 20 plus minutes in 11 home games. He went over in eight of them. Uh, he came one shot short in two of the three that he did miss. So he's knocking on the door or hitting every single game when he gets minutes. And as Matt talked about, this should be a competitive series. The Avs could win in four and the games will probably all still be close. So I think McKinnon will get a lot of ice time. And since he is so efficient with his ice time, I think that'll kind of override the difficulty of the matchup. Uh, so I like McKinnon for shots. There you go. Two ladder shot too. props. I'm reeling right now. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, slow I down, buddy. Like, we had a late I hope night. You know that. For God's sake. <laughs> when you cow. said it, I looked. I looked over and I looked at Matt, and we had the same reaction too. I was like, "Whoa, day one, and we're going ladder." <laughs> I'm going to need an energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Todd, I got to ask you: playoffs come, things get a little more riled up. Penalty minutes amp up the first four games i was given a stat the other day by uh uh from one of the guys from the hammer uh jason cooper he was telling me that through the first four games the pro the penalty minutes in the first four games they go through the roof have you looked at penalty minutes at all i'm not putting trying to put you on the spot here i'm just asking if you have do you got anything for us like is there any little tidbits or insights that you can give to the people um day two of the playoffs for penalty minute props uh, i'm looking right now and all the lines are pretty juiced like all the overs are minus 140 minus 150 minus 160 sort of thing but like that definitely checks out because if you watch the games like anytime it's 4-1 or something in the end of game one like matthew kachuk would just like run somebody or something and like everyone starts <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah like it almost happened in the panthers bruins game yeah um so like yeah that definitely checks out but like the seattle for example tonight Minus 182 for over seven and a half penalty minutes. Like seven and a half is not a big number, but do I want to pay minus 182? Yeah. Absolutely not. So I'll probably just sit those out. Fair enough. Yeah, I did uh, I did pay minus 130, I think it was, in the Leafs-Lightning game uh, last week or whenever that was. I did that too. It was like yeah, the longest yeah. two weeks ever. And yeah, over eight and a half penalty minutes. I went cash in the first period. So I knew 100%. Nice they were sitting like guys and they dressed Shen and like all their – physical yeah. guys and i'm like they are absolutely fighting maroon perry any of those guys they're going to be hitting yeah. people trying to injure them before the series the whole nine yards so yeah it's a kong show there all right well recapping the picks that we have for today and look at the bets that we had last night if you bet a hundred dollars on each game in last night's picks you up 26 dollars end of the night a 13 percent roi as we did have bruins minus one and a half plus 126 cash lose the stars in regulation plus 114 there but going to tonight's games all of these are a full unit so i'm not going to specify on each one they are all full unit tracked here Starting with the first one in the Devils-Rangers game, we're taking Jack Hughes over three and a half shots on goal, minus 130. That is Jack Hughes over three and a half shots on goal, minus 130. And uh, Todd was willing to play this one up to, what, like 10 and a half shots? So the, the over yeah. still, you go? <laughs> yeah, as far as the ladder will go. We just need another double overtime over game. And Man, I love overtimes, though. I hit a nice plus 1,200 same game parlay last night. And then in the Oilers game, I was one Evander Kane shot short of another plus 1,200 parlay. 
for wow. shots. We love the shots in this house. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sorry, I wasn't <laughs> talking about alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I got loose. Well, we also uh, have hey. Todd over 65 Red Bulls consumed this month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Minus yeah. I was going to say, that's, that is juice. That is the shock drops <laughs> juice all the way through. Um, yeah. I was going to say, another drinking game for people to play out there. Anytime you get past the first overtime, take a shot for every time they say, man, these guys are gassed. Then or, uh, you will or... be blackout by the time you have to. What do you get? <laughs> what? How much do you have to drink when they mention like what food they might be eating in the intermission? Like that's my pizza favorite. every that's time, drink, right? But I was gonna say you also orange peel, to... orange slices, and uh, you have to pizza, you have to shotgun right? every time you're told the team is completely dead if they lose that game in overtime. <laughs> oh <my laughs> the God. series is over. I wouldn't have woken up this morning, guys. Between <laughs> between these guys are gassed and the series is over, I wouldn't have woken. <laughs> Up this morning. <laughs> and Pavelski's hurt here. too. And they're like, the Wilders toast in this series if they don't win this game. There's no coming <laughs> yeah. back from this. There's nothing. Pavelski was out two periods before, and yet it was still dead, <laughs> dead in the water for Minnesota. Um, all right, continue on, on the on the bets we have tonight. So Hughes over three and a half, minus one thirty shots on goal there. Uh Devils money line minus one twenty-eight. That is Devil's money line minus one twenty-eight. Now we've got the Toronto Tampa Bay game under six minus one twelve. That is under six minus one twelve in Leafs Lightning. Go to. You sound like you're reading bingo. I was just gonna say that. Oh my god! I, I, was, like, I was like, oh, let's all be seven first, and I didn't think you would B7. take seven. I didn't think you would take the exact thing that I was going to say, but yeah, that's I nineteen. I. 19 that is we have battleship n 31 we have n a significant 31. number of podcast listeners and i want to make sure like i enunciate them very clear for them so when they're listening to it <laughs> this man needs an energy drink my god i do oh 67 the leafs <laughs> right. are oh i'm not doing that for the rest of them so the podcast listeners if you don't have any idea what's going on with these picks it's not my fault. So I'm going to go through them here. All right. We got Winnipeg money line plus 135 against Vegas. Winnipeg uh, plus 135. All right. I did it anyways. Forget it. Move on. Move on. That's uh, Winnipeg plus 135 for those listening. Turn up the volume on your headset. Winnipeg plus 135. Winnipeg plus 135. Jets plus 135. All right. Anyways. Uh, Final game, Seattle, Colorado. Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal, minus 109. And we have the over six. (laughs) That would be Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal, minus 109. And finally, the Colorado Avalanche, Seattle Kraken over six, minus 108. And Todd, just for those wondering, that would be the over six, minus 108. And that is our call for tonight as we do have insight here has bingo in the chat. So there you go. It is over. That's all the picks for tonight. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like this channel, like this video as well. Let us know your thoughts in the comments after if you like any of the picks that we gave out here tonight. And of course, if you want to see the picks that we've given out throughout the course of the season and the playoffs, how we're doing so far, make sure to go over to the BetStamp app. You can find it in iOS and Android as well as on web. And you can find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. Matt, Todd, thank you guys for 
grinding this one out here this morning. A tiring night last night. Appreciate you getting up, giving, bringing the energy, bringing the heat on day two of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll see where we're at like next week, next Tuesday, if we still all have the same energy. I, I don't. Big start. Maybe 204, not. 204 Eastern Standard Time on the board. <laughs> big, big start for the boys. Here yeah, we we're minus yes. 180 already on day oh, at one. Least. Day <laughs> at least. So. Tweet at us and let us know who you think might end up with the latest ones. And every time these games go into OT and push further and further on, just uh, tweet at the Edgework HQ Twitter account. We're happy to see them on there. I think that could be a good running thing throughout the playoffs. We might actually lose to so money because he might be like shaking for three hours after every Oilers game. (laughs) (laughs) Like it could end in in regulation, but he's just, (laughs) he can't get to sleep. He's wired. (laughs) Yes, uh, that is possible. I'm glad to see that he was in the chat here this morning. That's at least a sign of life. So, uh, you know, that's a that's a positive. That's a takeaway for this morning. But thank you guys for doing this. Appreciate it as always. For everyone in the chat, I appreciate you guys taking the time, getting up this morning so early after such a late night last night of all those games. Look forward to seeing everyone back here tomorrow morning. 10.30 a.m. Eastern time, and uh, I'm sorry I got to do this, but every time the Leafs play, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish on this. So good luck on your bets. Go Leafs, go.